27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com. It's time for Enlightenment in the City with El Hoshotara on the News for the Soul Network. El is a spiritual coach and intuitive reader with a unique flair. Strong yet soft compassionate with a heart she lives the consciousness of being feminine with strength l tells it like it is welcome el hoshotara back to news for the soul hi everybody welcome to this hour with news for the soul i'm your host el maya hoshotara and you can go to my website that's www.enlightenmentinthecity.com and you can find more information on me there. And I see that we already have somebody up here. We have area code 361, 361. So you are up first. Hi there. Hi. I'm so, I'm so thrilled that I was chosen. Thank you so much. Absolutely. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Linda, and I'm calling from the state of Texas. Hi, Linda. Okay, welcome to you. Well, I had a quick question, and my question is, um, for the past 22 months, I've been on a platform working with other practitioners. It's been a wonderful experience, but I have been um, guided to leave the platform. And um, I'm just looking for validation to see whether or not my intuition was guiding me correctly and if i've done the right thing <laughs> yes definitely okay so one moment here mm-hmm. yeah it's just about growing your energies and you're right it was time to move on it was like you know you've got um because part of the moving up thing is we have to be in the next phase of energies that are going to be um, able to hold our next spaces and so sometimes we do that. We have to go to like the bigger pond, so to speak, energetically, um, where people are going to the next levels. Otherwise, we do, um, even when people are, you know, perfectly lovely in some cases, um, we just, you know, there comes that time period where it's like, wow, you know, I think you're great, but I really need to be doing this instead because I'm going to get so much more growth potential over here. These people are going to, you know, take me to the next level. Um, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, and that's like best case scenario possible. And then, of course, you know, when um, people's stuff comes up, of course, you know, we kind of get a little helping hand sometimes to um, <laughs> to move on. And, um, and yeah, so it's really like, you know, it's a big lesson for a lot of people, right? Like this idea that goes around that like, you know, you're a, you're a good person if you stay put or you're a good person if you don't move on. Um, and that's just not the case. We actually grow into quote unquote better people when we do take those next leaps because then our energy expands, our energy, you know, our consciousness expands. We can support other people better because we're bigger. And that is definitely and absolutely what you're being called to do. Um, and it does seem to be um, quite a lesson for you for this lifetime about having that understanding um, about 
you know, grabbing the brass ring, so to speak, and expanding your consciousness. And so, I mean, everybody's got that lesson to some degree because it's what pulls people, you know, out of the darkness, which a lot of people don't understand. Um, But with you, it's really this big theme of like, this is what we're going to be doing. You need to be going for the gold, Um, you know, build, 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 build. And you still have so much to do on this planet um, and so much more that you could be doing. It's really important for you to understand that and not hold yourself back um, because it may be politically correct in certain circles. So they're basically saying congratulations, good on you. They're clapping, they're happy, um, and everything looks absolutely wonderful for you moving ahead. Oh, thank you so much for that validation and that peace of mind. I'm just sending you a big hug right now. Thank you. Aw, thank you. (laughs) Well, you've helped me tremendously. I'm so grateful. Thank you again. You're welcome. Did you have anything else you wanted to ask? No, really, that was all. That was the only question I got online for. If there's something else that you feel spirit wants me to know, then please feel free to share it. Otherwise, I am good. Okay, so one moment here. Let's see here. Only other thing is um, they're saying we got your back, which is really excellent, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. But they also want to let you know, like, with when you're you're walking the Silk Road with a big treasure – to just be mindful of the fact that, um, and again, it goes along with the grossing, that not everybody who approaches you saying they also have treasure actually has their own treasure. And, um, and to be very just, you know, discerning about that and sort of like up the discerning factor a little bit um, mm. in terms of understanding that you do have something that you, you know, need to take care of. And this is not, you know, we're not going to talk about like being paranoid and and stuff like that, you know, Um, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it's just, you know, making those distinctions that just because they wear the robe, so to speak, uh, does not mean that they have the riches behind. And it may be, you know, a little bit of a ploy to sort of get your attention um, or maybe get something from you. And they want you to understand, of course, like, you know, when we're bigger, um, there's certain energy things that you need to set up within yourself to make sure that you are um, <clears throat> having the protections as well as, like, the focus on the growth. And so normally, you know, it's like the focus on the growth, you know, that adds a lot of protection. But for you, they're asking you to sort of, like, set up that energy field as well um, for your own protection just to make sure that, the you know, the silk merchants that are selling polyester <laughs> aren't coming in. And then that would be mm. it. Oh, that's so interesting that you brought this up. I have just been feeling this very keenly, and I know that this is definitely one of my biggest life lessons is to bring my level up of discernment uh, to a very high point so that I can see through any uh, illusion or any tricks. Yes. So thank you for that reminder. You're welcome. And if I, if I, if I may just, um, you can stay on the, for the, on the line for this or not, but just to expand on that a little bit, um, <clears throat> it's actually a trick of the darkness to get into the you must help, you must help, you must help. Um, and, you know, that sounds a little bit dark because we've been told, you know, you must help, you must help. But there's the helping because when we do help other people get across, so to speak, um, and Stuart Wilde has talked about this. That is one of the ways that we get out of um, reincarnating on this plane. But 
he never talked about you just have to grab anybody and let anybody sap you. And this idea that um, you're supposed to, like, let anybody attach on and, you know, you have to give help to everybody. That can actually at times, not all the time, but at times be a trick of the dark side, this place where, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're, because we see this. We see this in, like, very poor communities. And I ask and I implore people stop using really poor communities where there's a lot of child abuse, um, abuse of women, and using that as an example, saying, look how happy they are even though they're poor. And it's like, Their children are running around with guns. Their children are being threatened by guns. But look, they're still happy. And it's like the non-reality, there can be beauty in those communities completely and absolutely, but it does not erase the hardship. Um, And it is the whispering of the dark side to say, like, look, you need to go lower. You need to go lower. You need to allow yourself to be taken down because you need to help. Um, And some people, when they're trying to move ahead, they can feel this blockage on the top of their head. where they can't make that breakthrough and that's actually that whispering of the dark side and when we ignore that and we just go into moving forward that um, and sometimes we need to ask for a little bit of help for it to be removed but what happens is that little blockage that you can feel on the top of your head that stops you um, from moving ahead can actually disappear and it's really really Mm -hmm. interesting because it's not all light and you just like me um and a lot of other people on the planet, we're here to get that lesson this lifetime, that it's really important to make those distinctions, which is why you see those monks who are like, peace, peace, have compassion, use discernment, use discernment. And yeah, I remember yeah. like turning red in the face, trying to have people understand you have to do the right thing. This is not about getting taken down. And mm-hmm. yeah, so thank you for bringing that up. Um, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you calling in and Good luck with everything because you really do have a beautiful path and a lot of growth is going to be coming. Oh, thank you so very much. Many blessings to you as well. Thank you. Okay. And we have, let's see. Thank you. Bye-bye. And we have, let's see who's up next. We have area code 518518. You are on the air with El Mayahoshiam Tara. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. What's your name and where are you calling from? Um, my name is Val, and I'm in New York State. Hi, Val, and what can we do for you today? Um, I'm just wondering what you see, I guess, around romance, love. Is somebody good for my past coming back? Is somebody good that I don't know coming in? Is Am I going to die the good old maid? If you notice, I use good in all of those. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, sometimes, you know, there is benefit um, to sometimes being, quote, unquote, the old maid. I've actually known a few people who have been, um, I forget what they call, but they're not, they're not interested in a sexual um, relationship because they're not supposed to have that interference, which is really interesting. Um, oh, so yeah. There are, there are, yeah, okay. there are definitely people who have that benefit because then they don't have somebody else interfering in in their romantic path. So sometimes, and I actually have gotten that read as well, where it's just not meant because they're on such a strong growth path, they're not supposed to have the interference. Um, so one moment here, let's see here. Um, well, for, for this lifetime, but it depends on the person. Like some people are like, they always knew that and it kind of gives them peace. If you're in a panic about it, it may not be your path, but I'm just going to check into this here. Oh, yeah. One moment. Thank you.
So what they're saying is you are meant to have romantic companionship this lifetime. So that is okay. something that is in the cards for you. Um, what they're saying is <laughs> it's kind. it sounds a little bit contradictory. They're basically saying that you need to go for it, but they're saying um, stop trying so hard um, because what they're saying is basically um, – Oh, it's like, have you ever been so hungry that it kind of like throws your thinking off because it's like, when are they going to serve the food? You know, you're at a, say a networking event, you can hear the clatter of the dishes, you're hungry, but they keep talking. (laughs) And it's like, I just want to go for lunch. I just want to go for lunch. And they're saying basically, you know, when we're over-focused on anything, including romance, um, we kind of give out that vibe. And what happens is that vibe actually throws it off. Now, some people think that they're supposed to act like they're not interested and then that actually throws off a different vibe, um, <clears throat> which doesn't work because then it tends to be out of balance. So like, well, you're really cute. I'm not interested. And the other person's like, well, I'm an emotionally healthy person. I want to date people who actually like me. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they move on. So right. it's, well, um, here's, oh, I was going to say, yeah, if I may speak. Thank you. I was going to say, I've been single for a very long, 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 so long of a time. And at first I wasn't really looking. And then I put myself yeah. out there, and I'm like, all right, if somebody, you know, like comes along, I'll entertain it. And now I'm like, jeez, yeah. it's been so long that I would like to find <laughs> someone. And, again, I'm not like, oh, I have to find someone tomorrow. I have to find someone next week or even a month from now. But So I'm not, like, really over-anxious, I guess, as you're kind of saying in other words. Um, yeah. But it would be nice to just go on a date and I mean I'm I'm an attractive girl I'm not I'm not a beauty queen from a magazine but I'm an, an attractive you know woman and yeah I'm like so there should have been at least somebody by now after all this time and it's been a long time who would actually say hey you want to go out sometime no, no nothing yeah Um, So what they're basically saying is part of the reason that you're going through this um, process, among other reasons, um, it is about helping you get in touch with with what you want, but it's also about helping you balance your energies. So sometimes, you know, um, what we think of as like, you know, we're, we're feeling balanced, those little subtleties that we think aren't really a big deal. um, They're saying are actually a bigger deal than you, than you think that they are. So it's about, um, learning how to have that balance because you do have like a little bit of um, you do have a little bit of a frazzle to your energy, right? And and this is really important to understand. Um, and it can be you know sometimes hard or you know sometimes we're genuinely okay, but we still have the little bit um, a frazzle going on in other areas, even though we're okay with a partner. And they're really trying to um, get you really fine tuned into that alignment for not having the frazzle in your energy, not, um, you know, not ignoring that. Everybody have a little frazzle in their energy, though? Um, Not to that degree. Um, You know, I'd love to tell you, like, yes, absolutely. Um, And, I mean, there's different time periods, but some people have it um, a lot more. And you have enough that, like, even if I wasn't um, an intuitive, I could hear it in your voice. I could hear the frazzle in your voice. And so, you know, when you're going out in those places, they're just saying, like, you know, the breathing is really important. Um, Sometimes, you know, if 
Oh, no, let's go, go sell you that one. Hold on here. So basically what they're saying is like, you know, the breathing is important, really breathing exercises, you know, taking care of yourself, um, you know, working through stressors as they come into your body, all those sorts of things are drastically important for you. Um, and again, this is like the fine tuning, you know, aspect, which is kind of a little bit uncomfortable because if it's big, I mean, you know, you can at least, um, Sometimes it can be easier to pick up on the patterns, but if you genuinely feel like, you know, it's okay or you can feel you have some of it, but you don't think it's a big deal, it can be hard to figure out, like, where you're supposed to fine-tune because it doesn't seem like a big <clears throat> deal, but it's like, you know, it, it's kind of like putting um, a tablespoon of, you know, ghost peppers on your steak. It's like, it's only a tablespoon. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's a ghost pepper, so it's a big deal. Um, and that's what they're sort of like trying to um, have you understand is like it's about the self-care it's about the self-tuning and you know it's really about this exercise uh, for you in that self-care and they're wanting you to be very very precise and in fact so precise that it's like you're not going to get excuse me the romantic partner is going to come in after you have fine-tuned it enough so you're like trying to find that one, you know, precise slice of the pepper, um, and it's not a ghost pepper, but which pepper is it where you're going to have that delicate little balance between enough heat, but not burn your mouth, um, but not be, you know, not not at risk of not having enough heat either. And I mean, there's a lot of peppers in the world. So I mean, imagine, you know, trying to do this in the exact width of the slice. And this is basically what you're being asked to do right now. Um. Oh, okay. I think I, I don't mean to. I no. Go ahead. I, I'm. A, I guess I'm a little confused. I heard what you said, and I understand to a degree. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I think I have a pretty good balance as far as I, you know, how I work, how the things I do. Um, you know, I get out there. Um, I exercise. Yeah. I. I, you know, yeah. I help with fundraising. I hang out with friends. I have my alone time. Um, Good. I try to take care of myself. So I, I don't, and mm-hmm. being single for so long, I think I have fine-tuned pretty much anything I can think of. Um, so, yeah. and I'm not really frazzled. So I, I, I don't even, I'm frazzled right now because of what you said. Not that you've disrupted my life, but I, I'm just trying to no, think of what I could, I don't even have a clue what there is to fine tune in my life. I mean, everybody can always improve. I don't care who you are. Yes. Everybody can. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know what I really need to drastically improve to fine tune. Try, try somatic body work. What is it? Somatic body work? Yes. Yeah. Somatic body work. So there are different exercises and there's different workshops and that will help you to fine tune your energy and that'll help to take some of the frazzle out because sometimes like, you know, and I mean, they're not, hold on. No, I'm not allowed to explain that to you. Um, Basically there's a lot of answers or, you know, it may, may possibly only feel like a little bit of an answer, but if you keep going down the um, rabbit hole and checking out other somatic practices, there's going to be a lot more there that you would find. Um, and eventually something should ring um, if it, like, you know, completely and absolutely doesn't, um, 
you know, then you can try body work for, I don't know if you have injuries or anything like that. Mm. Um, but all those sorts of things would help um, with side effects mm. from like past experiences or injuries, those sorts of things. And it can be, you know, a birth thing. Um, there are, you know, children who come through the birth canal and they've been stuck. And I mean, who knows about that to think about that, right? You know, mom said she mm. had a rough labor with me. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you can get little kids who, they're not cuddling their parents and their parents are distressed because it's a toddler. You know, everybody else's toddler cuddles into them and says, mommy, mommy's the best in the world. And then they have <laughs> some kids who had just had trauma in the birth canal and the kids are like, I don't care if it's mommy, you know, like what's next, you know, and they're just sitting on mommy's lap like a stranger, you know, how do you possibly process that out? And again, that would be, um, that would be your like somatic work. Oh, I, I see. Okay. I guess. Yeah. That, I guess puts it into a better perspective. I I think. Um, and one other, when you say they're not, you can't tell me something they don't want me to know. How I don't follow that. Um, so I so, sometimes things are like too much interference. Sometimes things are, um, <clears throat> they just they sort of tell me, but they kind of like tell me, and it's like, oh, but you're not allowed to say that. It's like, okay, tell me that first. <laughs> I mean, not allowed to say that first, um, but they just sometimes tell me that for, um, in some cases, just for my own learning and my own understanding, so I know how to explain things to you better. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, just like you're. I say that it happens that way sometimes because it helps the person know that there's more out there, um, and there is actually something that's more out there. But it's sort of like they have to discover it for themselves, and you know, sometimes. Um, you know, people don't like to, it, it's hard to take somebody else's advice for something, right? Especially if you don't see it within yourself. It's always easier if we see it within ourselves. So for some people, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just about triggering that, you know, like there is something else out there. You have to find it for yourself because people aren't going to be able to explain it until you have enough of a, um, enough experience with what they're talking about in order to be able to see it, you know. And we've all mm-hmm. had that experience, right? And we've had people have mm-hmm. that experience with us where we're trying to explain something that's not landing and you're like, okay, we'll, we'll give it some time, you know, and you know that if they go and do it, they'll start to understand later on down the road. And right, I understand to, what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, and so they're just basically, um, it was basically in this case, it was a note for me, um, you know, like just explain it in this way so that she'll go. Um, you know, she's, you know, ready for some stuff, but she's not ready for other stuff. It just needs to be a little bit more of a unfolding process. Um, and, you know, she'll get there and that's okay. You know, and, and it's all good. Um, but it's just the way that they've kind of chosen to instigate the process, so to speak. Oh, okay. That's very, very interesting. Um, is there anything else I need to know? Any other messages um, of any kind? They're basically just saying that you're capable of a lot more than you current than you than you currently understand about yourself, and you know they're um, they have faith in you. Um, they do know that you can do a lot more than um, you currently understand about yourself, and they're really trying to they're really trying to have you understand about about that and they're having you know patience with on the other side because they're saying like you know it takes everybody time to evolve i mean we all have our stuck spots um as Mm -hmm. as you said and it's totally true um but they're just like you know it's 
it's just a process and that's it. And, you know, we want her to understand that, you know, we have a lot of love for her, um, you know, and they're there for you. Um, and, you know, it's just part of the process and just keep moving on, moving on, and that's about it. Okay. All right. Well, I do thank you very, very much for your time and for, you know, explaining all of that to me. Um, that's really wonderful. And I will um, work on, you know, I guess fine-tuning myself. For um, I say it with a little bit of a laugh and a little, you know, some seriousness as well. Um, but, no, it's very yeah. good to know. It's very helpful to know. And I really sincerely thank you. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And I wish you the best of luck. You too. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so one moment here. Just going to... Uh, let's see. Hold on here. Just going to do a little bit of a quick change. And then area code 310, you'll be up next. But just, excuse me, give me a moment here. Okay, area code 310. 310, you're on the air with El Maya Hoshiam Tara. Hello, this is David. Hi, David. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm in Southern California. Nice. Woohoo. And what can we do for you today? Well, I actually do have a very, like, name-specific question and or I'm totally open to whatever comes flying through. Specific is great. All right. So it's a choice of two people. One. Okay. One was Curtis, who went by Kurt, and the other is Richard, who went by Dick. Okay. And Kurt, is that with a C or a K? C. Kurt, it was originally okay. Curtis, went by Kurt. Curtis. Okay. And, okay. Um, and you're looking at romantic love interests? No. I want okay, to know what which are you looking for? My, I want to know which one was my father. Oh, righty then. Whoa. Okay, one moment here. Now, it could have been someone else, but I think it was one of those two. Right. One of them raised me. Okay, and so it was – oh, baby. Okay, so Curtis, and what was the other one's name? The other one was named Richard, but he went mostly Richard. by Dick, literally Dick. Okay, and and which one raised you? Curtis raised me. Okay. Um, I'm getting more Richard. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, you know those those DNA tests are really really good for that. Um, I I don't kind of like giving these answers because I get um I do get like more along um, the lines of Richard, but I don't tend to get like, like absolute yes or no's. Right. Um, so it, it's kind of like, it, it does feel like Richard, but I, my preference is to have that backed up with a DNA test personally. Yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's no way to do the DNA test. I mean, they've both passed on and um, my mother hasn't spoken to me in 20 years. And, um, and, and I'm at peace with that. I just kind of, it's it's more just like I, I've been wrestling with this question for a while, and I just I heard you earlier, and I thought, oh, I'm going to call her up, see if she'll take my call, and ask her what she thinks. Um, okay. So it, it, does, it really doesn't change my life. I mean, nothing else is going to be different. Yeah. But yeah. I, in meditation, 
was told that Curtis was my father, and then in, re, in other meditations, I was told it was Richard, and it was kind of it just it was a lot to process. And I'm like, well, what you know, why am I getting this information? Well, what was a, a good question to meditate is is like genetic material. Who did I get the genetic material from? Um, because when you say father, well, I mean, Curtis was a father to you. So it, there's always going to be that. Um, one other interesting thing, though, with those DNA tests is sometimes you find the children um, of the other person that you're related to, and then they know who their father was. So that is another way to go. You can still get confirmation through it, even if the person themselves has passed on, just by the relatives that show up. And sometimes they know the story a lot more than we do. Right. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I will... Yeah, this all happened when they were teenagers, and he went on to have a great life and a great family, and they're all in their 60s, and I'm not going to call them up in Michigan and say, hey, can I have your DNA? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You don't need to do that. As long as they've registered on the same site as you, you'll you'll connect with them. You don't have to have their actual DNA. But you are right. It will open up a very large can of worms when you do find who, whoever your birth father is. So there is that to consider, you know what? Oh, no, yeah. I would never do that. I would never, ever, 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 ever in a million years do that. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, they're not responsible for what their father did as a horny teenager. Exactly. Um, I understand, trust me. <laughs> and um, and he was actually a good man. And I the, 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 the weird perversity of all this was that he was actually a funeral director and he actually did my grandmother's funeral, my mother's mother's funeral. Yeah. And he actually took me aside during the funeral, and we talked for hours. And I, even at the time, I thought this was very strange. Why was this funeral yeah. director going out of his way to connect with me? Yeah. Yeah. And because he's feeling it, too. And he knows. He at least had a sexual relationship with your mother. Yeah. So, he, I mean... The math. I mean, he knew that there was a good chance. Yeah, exactly. So, um, did did my did Curtis know, or did he always suspect? No, none whatsoever. Okay. It it, it was just like no, you know, this is this is my kid. And if there was like a little bit of a hint here and there, it was just like dismissed out of hand. And it wasn't, I mean, that's a pretty hard thing to face, right? Like, you know, that this child that you're raising is not yours. Um, and so like, there could have been like little niggles, but it was just such a hard thing to deal with that it just completely absolutely went out of his um, head. And, you know, if, you know, say Richard had come up to claim you and stuff like that, it probably would have actually been very hard on him. Um, and he may have taken himself more out of the um, picture just because it would have been so hard on him. So it's not something that he ever um, would have processed even from the other side. He's still having trouble um, dealing with that because it's like, no, you're his, you're his son. You know, he, he gave his life to um, helping take care of you. And there's definitely that claiming of you as his child. And that's not going anywhere. And, you know, usually for a lot of, when I'm do, doing readings from the other side, a lot of people, you know, they're like, do, does the other person have messages for me? And they don't because they've just moved on very, very cleanly. And that's hard for people on this plane to kind of take. Um, but in this case, no, he's very much like there's, um, he's still from beyond the other side, you know, putting claims in that, you know, you're his, you're his son and he's um, making 
sort of like sure that that's still um, in your energy field, that sort of like claiming as a child, which is really interesting because normally they don't, they kind of move on after they leave the earth plane, but not in this case so much. That is strange because, I mean, I had I had an incredibly troubled relationship with him. And, and the day after I graduated from high school, I was 17 years old, and he threw me out of the house. I should have called child services, but I went off into the yeah. world, and I succeeded. We saw each other over the years, but I didn't see him for the last 25 years of his life. He knew he was dying, and he made no contact with me, and my brother contacted me after he died, and I was clearly told I was not welcome at any services. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's really hard, but it's important to understand, like, when we're, um, you know, young and we're having this interaction with somebody and we're having this troubled interaction, it can be easy to say, like, oh, it was a troubled interaction, or as kids, people tend to take it on as, like, you know, they did something wrong or the person just didn't like them instead of understanding that you just have a very um, – you have a very down person who's not capable of doing that expression very well, but um, just because they're not doing the expression very well or at all doesn't mean that that's the way that they're feeling. Um, And if you've ever had that experience, you know, you haven't let somebody know what you're feeling or maybe you're looking a little bit upset when you're not, um, same thing. And I think it was a really hard thing for him to be able to get that um, love in his heart. And so I don't think he expressed it, but it was there. Uh, as much as he was capable of doing it, which was not a huge amount, um, but there's definitely still quite a lot of attachment for it um, and for you uh, from the other side. So there was something that was definitely there more than, you know, he ever let on, and it's nice when they do. And again, far from everybody has a capacity, and he really had low capacity. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's actually not my experience. I mean, he was very loving with my brother he was very supportive. He was financially supportive. He was always nice. very well, right? But I'm just saying it wasn't. He didn't. It wasn't. He wasn't lacking capacity, and he was hugely success, okay. successful financially. Very popular man. I, mean, I oh, was wow. the one person he didn't like. Okay, okay. So I mean, that's. I can only say what I see, but you know, I mean, I'm sorry you had that experience. Yeah, it's um, fine. I'm just you know. curious. I mean, it's kind of annoying to say that he's still claiming me when he didn't, he didn't claim me at all in his life. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Anything you else? Know, w- w- um, nope, that would be it. All right. Good luck, David. And you know what? Good luck with everything, and I wish you the best. Thank you. Okay, so let's see here. We have... Um, mailbag. We have, hold on, oh, we have Maria in New York's daughter, Katerina. So one moment here. Okay, so Katerina wants to know, she says, Happy New Year. Thank you, you too. And she has a question for Maria. She has an apartment in a town that begins with the letter T, and she wants one in the town that begins with the letter C. One moment here. Um, so should she sell the apartment in town T or will funds come through in the form of bank loan or other resources? Okay. And so she has two places in town C. Any thoughts of which place might be best? And one moment here. And thank you, Katerina, for the lovely letter. 
let's see here one moment. So the street addresses that you gave me, um, Katerina, neither of those actually looks better than where she is, um, the apartment in the t in Town T. Um, let's see here one moment. Town C does look better um, than Town T, but not for the two addresses um, that you've given me. Let's see here. Um, I don't see a bank phone coming through or other resources at this time. Uh, let's see here. Hold on one moment. So what I'm seeing is in your mother's asked about travel back to Italy a lot and, um, one of the things that I would probably do is um, help your mom maybe get in to talk to somebody who can help her work on manifestation um, because there's one of the things is that there tends to be a lot of um, interference, excuse me, with her ability to get what it is that she wants. Um, it doesn't seem to, when, when, for the stuff that she's called in for, written in for, um, in this case, it, it doesn't tend to seem to work for her very well. And it's really interesting. So one moment here. Sorry, I'm just checking here. One moment. One moment. Yeah, it just, so basically what they're saying is um, anything that could help um, with processing about getting your mom in alignment with um, helping her to get on track with what it is that she wants would really help to um, streamline the process because it's almost like there's um, there's desire, but the focus um, and helping the manifestation come through, um, it's kind of like trying to buy a car, but you're looking at a movie theater poster. Um, and obviously, you know, you kind of have to pay attention to it. Um, and it's like she does pay attention to it, but kind of doesn't. And that's interfering a lot with the manifestation abilities. Um, but bottom line, yeah, town C, way better than town T um, for her completely and absolutely. But no, I don't see funds coming through in the form of a bank loan and other resources. Um, you know, and one other option you know, so I asked, like, okay, well, what if Katerina does it for her, you know, does the processing and stuff like that and looking at the different resources. Um, but because your mom needs help with the focus, 
um, you'll get better results by sort of like doing things for her, but it still may not actually come to a close um, just because her focus is more on the movie theater as opposed to the car. Um, yeah, it's really interesting because she's sort of like very focused on, oh, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like watching somebody who's very focused on the car, but they're not focused on the car. Um, and so it's so they're never quite signing the paperwork, so to speak, on the manifestation capabilities. Um, and you can even put her in the car and she's still like very focused on the car, but not focused on the car. Um, so there needs to be help with clarity there. Um, and then let's see here. And then that and then trying to move into town C looks like that it should be able to work um, a lot better and, and actually be able to get a result that way. But it is about getting that, um, that clarity, uh, which is really interesting. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, I wish I had better news for that, but thank you so much for writing in. Um, you know, I love the letter. I love your mom. She's awesome. Um, and good luck with everything. And let's see here. Hold on. Okay, and we have, let's see, Nancy R. in Oklahoma. Do I see her being able to continue to rent the place she's at after the lease ends on May 31st, or will she have to move? So one moment, Nancy R. in Oklahoma. Nancy, it looks like you're going to have to move. Um, it looks like there's a very solid um, end date for May 31st. And yeah, it doesn't look like, it, like very, very firm, like absolute. Um, so it does look like moving again. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, let's see here. Yeah, and then of course, um, one of the other things is making sure of like where you move to. Obviously, um, I would actually start looking around um, very quickly to make sure that you're getting something that's going to be in your best interests. Um, you know, something um, near, say, a school would be a lot better for you because then you have the um, the happy energy of, you know, the children being around and stuff like that. And your energy could actually help be um, a protective shield for the kids in the neighborhood, which would be really good. Um, and then that would be something more along the lines of, you know, what you're here to do um, in terms of um, for what we've talked about in the past um, when you have come in for a private reading. Um, it, it would be more along those lines um, of this, of you know, the power of the protection and and the growth and those sorts of things. Um, so moving into, um, yeah, moving into an area where there's um, like schools nearby, especially elementary schools. Um, it seems like, you know, if you're moving like say um, to like where it's, you know, more of a high school, that could really mess with your energy. <laughs> um, because of all the angst that the teenagers are going through. But in terms of the children, it seems like it would be a really symbiotic relationship um, where you would be able to um, do that part of your service to humanity and it would actually offer um, 
a really huge um, protective service to the children, um, but it would also be something that could help um, you could grow safely in uh, without having the interference of or, you know, having to do that. Okay, we're, you know, dealing with people that this is going to make it a lot harder to. So it does seem like it's that symbiotic relationship. Also, a lot of the parents, you know, they're in that like, I'm with my child um, sort of energy. So it seems like we could really get you to um, put up like a very strong um, crystal, sphere of prote- crystal sphere of protection um, and that would be beneficial to you both. So it's kind of like, you know, erecting a, um, it's like building a, a crystal city, sort of, so to speak, um, of protection. Um, and then the kids are like in, um, and that would help to create safety for them to grow. But it's like magically it expands and you're part of the crystal city as well, even just like from your energy from being there, um, which is really interesting. So good luck with that. Um, And thank you for writing in again. Always lovely to hear from you. Let's see here. We have... So um, this is going to be a quick one here. Angela wants a general reading from Spirit about what's in store for her this year. So one moment. Angela. Um, This is Angela in wants. (laughs) Okay, one moment here. So, Angela, you, like many people, it's a time for self-growth. And basically what they're saying is it's, um, it's, it's a really good time for when we need to look at that growth, um, excuse me, and again, fine-tuning your energy, excuse me, Um, when that happens, when that call is being asked for, and it's not being met, um, things have, can really um, get rough and go wrong very, very quickly. Um, You know, and I understand, you know, it gets easier to, you know, blame other people or say that other people are the problem. Um, The things that we need to look at are things like attitude. Um, you know, what is our attitude going in? If we're going in and we're blaming or we're not taking responsibility for our own actions, which is the same thing in some cases, um, or in a lot of cases, what can happen is it can really blow that. So they're asking you to really up looking at what your part in the different scenarios is and playing out because it's really affecting your energy. Sometimes people don't understand how much that affects their energy, but it's quite a bit. Um, And again, you know, we're not talking about, um, sorry, hold on. No. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, I mean, it affects energy, right? Like we we all understand this. If we see somebody else, you know, and use an example of somebody that you don't like, they're complaining to you. They're telling you what all the problems are, A, B, C, D, E. And, you know, you just know that if they made certain changes, that things would go a lot better. And people, you know, when they're saying nobody likes them, you understand why. And you understand that if they made those changes, they would be liked a lot better. And it's, you know, the same thing with other people. And it's the same thing with us. There are certain behaviors that we can do or changes that we can make that, can make situations go smoother. And 
<clears throat> twisting things around, not taking responsibility for what is our stuff, um, it, it does have an effect on energy. And when that builds up enough, then we can see it from we can see it in the other person, even without being an intuitive. You're able to you know pick those things up in other people, um, and it, you know I mean we all have intuition. Um, so you know I mean it's not like you're completely blind. It's not like other people are completely blind, even if they don't excuse me identify with doing readings. But um, it is enough for people to be able to say in some cases, um, you know, like, no, we really don't want to do this or, you know, we've learned to stay away or um, in in some cases what will happen is even when you're being nice, um, because these other attitudes have built up in your energy field, what happens is um, – that even when you're being nice, people can still feel it on you. Um, you know, and I'm not saying you're a, I, I want to be clear. <laughs> so saying, you know, like, well, so even when you're nice, um, you know, it, I'm not saying like you're a bad person. I really want to be clear about that. But, you know, when you're having that shell up of like, it's not my fault, other people doing these things, you know, I didn't add anything in you've actually got quite a quite a um, shell of protection up and that protection is kind of like looking at an Easter egg that's half colored, um, fully colored when you're really in it and then half colored when you're not. So it's kind of like saying like, you know, no, 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 I don't have, you know, this shell of protection up, but you're seeing somebody who's, you know, shells half pink with purple circles on it and saying, no, I did not color my egg. What are you talking about? And other people are like, um, sweetie, I can see the colors <laughs> on that shell. Um, and it gives off more than, than people tend to think it is. That's why you're able to see some people where you know completely and absolutely right off the bat you don't want anything to do with them. Um, because when it gets to that level where you're able to spot it immediately, and we're talking about places where you can actually spot it, um, <clears throat> the reasons where we can actually spot it is because enough of that has built in to um, the person enough of that shell has been built up enough of that self-defense is built up. You start to be able to see them coming. Um, and again, you know, it's always easier to say that we understand that about other people. It's always harder to see that about ourselves. But when we start taking responsibility for our lives enough, then we start to be able to make, um, those breakthroughs, we start to be able to go back to our past and say, oh, that's why, you know, we were having trouble here. Oh, that's why we were having trouble there. Um, you know, some people don't like that. They're like, well, what about the other people do? What about what the other people do? And um, so, and I've said this before, like with codependency, you know, codependency is, well, other people do it, so I should be able to do it too. Or it becomes a self-defense mechanism against what other people are doing. The problem is if you don't like somebody who's doing those things to you, then it means that we're doing behaviors that other people may not like, um, and it may make it harder for them to want to be in relationship with us. Um, as a result of those things, it can really cause a lot more interference than we think. Um, and the advanced practitioner understands that, which is why, you know, any anything that feels like a little sort of indulgence towards, you know, twist it around, you know, no, it's not you, you know, I... 
I didn't forget to replace the last coffee pods. It was you, you know, those sorts of things actually take a much bigger um, toll because, you know, like it's just a coffee pod, but all I have to do is just say like, oh, it was you. Um, And you can feel like the venom, you can feel the turn off of that. You can feel, you know, all sorts of things in that. And, you know, we're just talking about a coffee pod, right? So, and that does build up, you know, even just in a singular um, conversation, it builds up. Um, and people are able to spot those things. And so what they're saying is, you know, upping that knowledge of, you know, what's yours is really, really good. And when things are going wrong, they're just asking you to take a look. And um, it is something that you may really want to heed because um, a lot of people, they don't have any wiggle room right now. So when things go wrong, they go really, really wrong. And they really blow up in their faces. And there's a lot of drama um, that's happening right now. Um, for not learning certain lessons and you know that's it's not a fun but it's just it's a large part of growth so you know yay for it happening Um, but it's a lot easier when you understand the lesson on it to be able to write that out and just stick to the positive as much as you can so thank you so much everybody for writing calling in and yeah so I wish you the best of luck with everything and again my name is Elma Hoshim Tar I'm here 3 p.m. Every single week, you're on newsforthesoul.com, and you can also go to my website. That's www.enlightenmentinthecity.com. That's in. for the soul begins its 27th hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of news for the soul online at newsforthesoul.com now let's get back to the show 